Welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cross of The Happy Hour Canton, and I'm here to help you show up as your best self while you're finding clients, working with the clients, and getting those testimonials to build your better business. We'll be talking about everything you need to know when it comes to freelancing, whether you're a beginner or someone who has a few years under their belt. So let's get started. On today's episode of The Ambitious Freelancer, we're going to be talking about how to accept money from your clients. I think this is a really big topic that we don't talk about enough because there are so many ways to accept cash from your clients, but not a lot of people know what to do because we're kind of used to the employee-employer relationship where you give people your direct deposit information and just let them do it themselves. But that's really hard to do in a freelancer-client relationship because you have no idea a lot of the times well you kind of know who your clients are and what they're up to but you just want to be really careful because that's information that could lead to other stuff happening and you want to be really careful when it comes to giving out your personal information online because often you're working with online clients that you don't know that well especially when the relationship first begins and even if you work with local clients this is really important because you never know what someone else is thinking and you want to be very careful about about what information you give. So to be honest, the first thing you need to know is you don't need to give anyone any information besides like how to pay you. You should never have to give anyone your social security number or anything random and crazy like that. And so if someone, okay, so what this is, it's a little bit different though. So you might have to give your social security number if someone needs it on a form. But the great thing is the government has given us a lot of great information to help us not have to give up that information if we don't want to. So and instead of giving out your social security number, you can sign up for what is called an employee identification number or EIN. And this number is like a social security number, but for people who, you know, work from home. So if you have to sign like a W-9 or something for an employer or for a client, that's what you would give them, your EIN number, not your actual physical social security number. And that's just there to protect you. Anyone can sign up for this. You don't have to be some kind of fancy setup. You can be a sole proprietor and sign up for an EIN you just got to do it it's completely free and it happens in like a few minutes so it's really awesome way to protect yourself online because we know nobody got time to give out our full social security numbers to anybody so don't do that instead sign up for an EIN it's so simple I'll leave some information in the description to give you guys the exact place to go get that I'll have to look it up because it's been a few years since I signed up for mine but I will definitely look that up for you and give you the exact information you need so that you're not searching around because I know the internet is full of stuff you guys full of scams and I don't want you to get scammed so an EIN number will help protect you so you don't have to give away your whole social security number because ain't nobody got time for social security fraud because after they have your SSN that's basically all they need to ruin your life so don't give that information out give out your EIN number because that will help you out a ton when it comes to working with businesses now you might give your social security number out if you actually do trust the business but if it's some new person maybe you met them on Facebook maybe you don't know them that well give them your EIN because that will help protect you okay so now that we got that out of the way how do you actually accept money so you might also not want to give out your bank information so one of the most popular ways and the way I do it the way clients are okay with me doing it is through 
PayPal. I have a lot of clients who work with me through PayPal and it's just simple and easy for them to do that. Okay, so PayPal might be the way to go for you. There are a lot of PayPal fees associated with PayPal though, but you can usually write those off on your taxes because there are a fee of doing business. You don't really want to pass those off to your clients because that's just like a part of doing business, but you can you can always write them off on your taxes. That would be the best bet instead of trying to get your clients to pay a little extra to cover them. So I really like PayPal. It's super simple. What I really love about PayPal is once I set up an invoice for the client, I can easily copy and paste to a new thing or I can make it recurring on PayPal. So I really do enjoy PayPal. As a side note, I have been paid by PayPal in the past on a sponsor post, but I used PayPal well before I used I got paid for them on that sponsor post on the Happy Arkansan. But I do want to be full disclosure, I have gotten paid from PayPal in the past, but it's been months now and I just like PayPal. Another option is things like FreshBooks. I'm pretty sure you can invoice people through FreshBooks, but I'm pretty sure you use somewhat of a similar system of like a PayPal or a Stripe or something like that to accept those payments. I really like PayPal. It's simple and intuitive and easy for everyone to use. My clients can easily pay me and it just works best for me too. But like I said, there are so many options out there. So, but what if your client can't do PayPal? What do you do? So a way that I've worked with clients is through checks. Checks aren't my favorite because my bank is pretty finicky about out-of-town checks, especially if I don't have the money to cover it. So sometimes my bank account gets pretty low just from stuff happening. So, <laughs> life happening. Uh, my bank can be pretty finicky about out-of-town checks that have that I haven't been worked, that I haven't done with before, if that makes sense, like I haven't worked with them before. So that, your bank may have a similar policy. And if that's the case, they'll probably hold your money for a little bit. So I try to avoid checks if at all possible. But you you might be wondering, so how do I do that if I'm going to get a check from somebody? So one of my clients uh, showed me this website called Invoice Simple. So this is a really cool website that was really awesome because they deal mostly in checks, but they still needed an invoice that they could file and put on their own records so they knew that they paid something or didn't pay something. So they needed me to invoice them somehow. So this was great because it wasn't through PayPal, so I could just send them a a PDF invoice that, like I said, wasn't related to PayPal, so they didn't have to pay it through PayPal, but it was just a simple site. It was so simple. I set up an invoice in like five minutes. It wasn't hard at all, and the first three invoices are completely free, so it's something that you could check out and see if you actually like before you're actually committed. You don't even have to put a credit card on file, and it was just such a simple process for me, because I'd never actually done that until recently, because most of the people I'd worked with either worked through Upwork or they worked through PayPal with me so it was super simple to invoice them and get money and get paid the thing about checks is obviously you have to wait a long time and sometimes your bank won't be as accepting because they don't know what the business is unless it's like a local business that you're doing freelancing for and some towns are a little bit different because like obviously I live in a really small town you guys it's like 15,000 people so I guess it's not super tiny I've lived in smaller towns I'll say that but it's not a big town it's not like a New York City so it's going to be a lot 
lot more difficult for my bank to accept random places and like different cities and different banks that they've never heard of. They're just not going to take that chance. But obviously, depending on the bank that you're with and the city that you're with, you'll probably not have that same thing happen. But if you are in a small town, that is something to consider because freelancing in a small town is not easy. There's not a lot of stuff in place for us in general. But like, yeah. Another option is direct deposit, but you don't want to establish that right away. You want to make sure that you really trust the business that you work with before you ask for a direct deposit because that's someone directly depositing something into your bank account and that does take some time and effort. So I wouldn't give that away as like your first choice. I would use something like a PayPal to accept money first and then if not like some kind of check or maybe a direct deposit just depending on that relationship but I would wait a little while before I just said hey you can direct deposit into my account. Don't give that up first. Give that as like a last resort because honestly a check is easier as far as like information you're giving away especially if you have a P.O. box by the way and P.O. boxes are a great thing to have. I have one. I don't really use it but I would also shop around with the P.O. boxes if you don't mind going out of town a little bit further because P.O. boxes the costs change depending on the post office you use. So, you know, supply and demand. So some post office boxes are ex- more expensive than others. Mine is about $50 a year, I want to say. A little over $50, $50 to $60 a year. So it's not that bad of an investment. And I mainly got it so that I wouldn't have to put my actual physical address down on email newsletters I was sending. Because who wants that? I don't want that. So, yes. I would encourage you to get a post office. Check out the poboxes.usps.com I think is what it is and that will help you out so much and help you just send checks there if you're afraid of giving out your actual physical address but if you live in like an apartment complex or something like that it's really hard to like find and do all that they'd have to really try so if you depending on where you live you might just give out your address I think that's a lot easier to give out than like your banking numbers or obviously your social security number so so just you're gonna have to give out a little bit of information you guys just for things unless you use like a paypal which in that case you only give out your paypal email address or you send them an invoice and you can work on how much you want to send put on your invoice so obviously also another thing is you don't have to put your address on invoices if you don't want to so you could but you don't have to you can just put your email address down invoices don't have to be as filled out as you think they need to be they just need to be filled out enough for the information so they can send you your check so that is a thing. So if you want your invoice to be filled out, um, it depends. So when I do a PayPal invoice, I don't usually add the address. But when I'm doing a invoice invoice, I do add my address because that's how they send your check. But if it's just a PayPal invoice, you don't have to put all the information there. But yeah, I just wanted to do this quick episode all about how to get paid and how to accept money because there are so many things out there that you could be doing to accept money. And I want to make sure that you get paid for the work that you do. So yeah, I hope this was helpful for you as you're trying to figure out exactly what to do and how to accept that money because I think that is a big thing. And it's a burden and a barrier that a lot of people use not to get into freelancing because they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know. How would I even get paid? How would that even work? And so I want to lift that burden from you. There are so many ways and so many things you can do. You don't have to take checks. You don't have to use PayPal. There are so many resources out there. And in the show notes, I'm going to add more resources. I'm going to share 
I share with you what I use personally, but I know there are so many things out there and I want to help make sure that you have as many resources as possible. So use this episode, but also use the description to figure out exactly what you should be doing. So thank you so much for listening and I'll be sure to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. I'm so excited that we got to hang out today. If you want to hang out between uploads, check out thehappyartcanton.com slash ambitiousfreelancers. There you will find more support and advice as you grow your freelance business and connect with other listeners of the podcast. I cannot wait to see you in the group and I will talk to you in a few days with some more great advice.